0: Welcome to the IGN UK podcast. My name is Gavin Murphy, and today I'm joined by Dale and Alicia. Oh, baby! I really, I really like
1: how your voice goes like lovely and deep, and kind of yeah. like when you say that "hello" and welcome to the IGN. There's just something about it. It's very caramelly.
0: It's good. I reckon I'd be good at doing like the shipping news. That's 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 the dream. That's the dream right there. Do they still do the shipping news?
1: what is, is shipping news like is this what they get on freighters I or? guess it's
0: like ships they, they, I remember there's a joke about it in Black Books where Peter Serafinowicz right. does the shipping news or something like that and it's all about like I think it's news about freighters and stuff and where they're landing and where they're docking wait that that's was a very, thing Yeah, that's
1: important stuff and I hope they are still reporting maybe it maybe it's the a thing for like
0: the what's it called uh, nerds financial <laughs> thing, oh, right. if you're, okay. yeah, I don't know, maybe it's a financial thing, I'm not sure. How are you guys doing anyway? What's everyone been doing?
1: Yeah, good. Uh, uh- what did you do last night? Oh, good. I went swing dancing. Did you? Yeah, yeah. Oh. It's so much fun. It's so much fun. But, <laughs> That's like, awesome. also kind of it, it, what's really hard is there's this move, and you're meant to, like, twist your ankles. Yeah. But I end up literally twisting my ankles <laughs> doing it rather than Ooh, looking, God. looking kind of cool and, and swingy. You should yeah. definitely try it.
0: Dale, yeah, what did you do last night?
2: I played. It sounds like we're going into a segment, but I played WWE 2K18. Oh. it's not going into the segment, but that's why I spent my night playing that
0: game. Awesome, and it was good. It's it good. It, is, it mm. looks really, really silly yeah. I saw good.
1: your unboxing of the of the uh, WWE. Yeah, I think that was crazy. John Cena, yeah. right? John Cena. 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 Yeah. Sorry, it's fine, it's fine, sorry, sorry.
0: Um, yeah, you get a bit of the map. That John Cena, yeah, won.
2: tiny bit of the ring mat when he won his 16th world title for the. Royal I, I think
0: that's incredible. What an incredible thing to come with a. But a I game.
1: just like what were they thinking at that time when they were dismantling the stage was there someone just there with like a little bit of scissors going oh if we, if we cut this up and a little I'm while, gonna I'm gonna stick it out it?
0: there and say it's not the actual one what think?
1: that's uh, sitting on my deployed
0: place on my desk <laughs> uh, so I'll speak to someone
2: else in the office who um, is dealt with do we do before apparently they do this quite often mm. and it's every now and again when they have a special occasion they will take the ring mat and pull it aside replace it with the new one and then cut up the old one oh. or he said he saw once they just sent out the entire ring that, and then the people that received it had to cut it up into these oh, little they're like postage stamps as well and it's like a 20 by 20 ring
0: as well so mm. yeah. um, last night I went to watch Death Becomes Her have you seen that I, I love Death Becomes Her Be- wait you went to watch it yeah they were showing it at this uh, pub in they, they do like screens at this pub called Tunnel 267 in Wimbledon yeah and uh, they do like film nights every Thursday mm. and uh, last night it was Death Becomes Her that film's brilliant. Yeah, I remember it's like, so good, man. Do you know it's Robert Zemeckis? I completely what? forgot. Yeah, <laughs> I, know. I mean, it's,
2: I suppose it's a film you watch as a
0: kid. You don't really think about things. Nah, like, uh, who's directing it? It's just just good fun. It was way I, in my head. It was way longer than it actually was. Right. Yeah. Like when I watched it last night, like it ended. I was like, oh, I wasn't ready for that to end. When is
2: it Bruce Willis being like really aged in that film. Yeah, as yeah. well. Like the, way before
0: his time. It's it's a there's a really good aging thing. Do you know what Death Becomes Her?
1: Literally no idea. So what?
0: It's like a yeah. sort of I guess like horror comedy. Yeah, like or just like right dark comedy uh, more than horror but it's about Meryl Streep, Goldie Hawn and Bruce Willis and they meet through Isabella Rossellini they get a tonic that gives them a like everlasting life yeah, but it makes them young but it makes them as young well. as well because um, they're, they're older they're in the like sort of twilight years but what's good is they obviously cast it's like an older film so they made them look a lot older so when they turn them young then they were normal they were yeah. actually their normal age but which that's is really weird because now
1: we look at them and we see them as old so when you yeah, look at yeah, them yeah. made up to be old are you like ah oh, that yeah. looks exactly like them or are you like oh no that that's not what they look no. like as yeah.
2: old. it's got a very uh, you might have seen the iconic shot from it where uh, Goldie Horn gets shot through the stomach with a shotgun Gun, yeah, and there's a huge hole, and then they look through her body. Ah, oh,
1: classic! Yeah. That's yeah. been parodied yeah. in so, yeah. so many recent. What, yeah.
0: So what's happened? They get everlasting life, but then they end up killing each other. So they're in like, but Bruce Willis plays like an undertaker, uh, so he can put them back together. So they need him to be alive forever, so they can do like touch-ups on them and stuff. Yeah. It's, it's a mad, mad film. Sounds mental. But it's, it's brilliant. Good, it's it's good, really fun. good. It's a cool one to watch for Halloween. Hmm. Um, not quite as good for Halloween. That's not a segue. Fuck it. <laughs> uh, Star Wars The Last Jedi got its yeah. first actual trailer. So we've had a teaser mm. trailer before. Mm. This is the first actual trailer. Oh,
1: God. What's happening with your chat?
0: I started, started this podcast sitting on my leg for some reason. I thought, well, <laughs> what that's, did you do
1: that for?
0: can't keep that up. Um, yeah, so we, we did a it dropped during our... Well, it dropped during our evening, mm. but then we did the Rewind Theatre on it. And uh, it was one of those days where... Uh, it makes you realise how much I properly love working here because it was like we came in we had a doc open so it was like me, Krupa, Dale and Cardi yeah, like putting down like what we thought all these Mm. different theories and stuff like that then working that into a script getting that done Dale did the edit and like banging that out and now that's the more views than the actual trailer on our YouTube channel no
1: way boom have
0: some of that yeah it's amazing i am going
1: to go watch that after this I've not seen it yet it
0: was good like I think like we're we're good. <laughs> uh, but we're going kind to of taking our time with things. Like yeah. I saw a bunch, of, I saw uh, a write-up of the trailer breakdown because everyone does trailer breakdowns now. Yeah. That's just a thing. Mm-hmm. Um, I saw two on two different, they're not rival <laughs> websites. They're just websites that also do similar things to us. Yeah. Um, but just reporting just mad shit. One of them,
2: and we're not going to say who it was, but it was an absolute joke. Oh, we read, absolute we read it and we were just came like, out
0: with because we, we, you were editing while I was just going around. So yeah. I was just like, I was kind of just scouring stuff just to make sure we hadn't missed anything nuts. Mm. Um, when we hadn't, no. but, the stuff that some people report in, like obviously you can just see the weird Wikipedia hole they've gone down. <laughs> right. Where they've the gone crazy to one theories. thing. And then they've just gone but it's not it wasn't even crazy theories, it's just incorrect and just really, really bad reporting. really? Um, but fake news. We didn't do yeah. any of that shit. No, all um, legit. It's, you did such a good job of like taking all those notes what we wrote. Yeah. Condensing it down to a nice short, piffy script. Some of our some of our notes are class as well. <laughs> so, like, <laughs> you know, things that we like and things like that. But yeah, yeah no, it was good. If you, uh, you should check that out. But like, annoyingly, because we're not doing the Star Wars show, Rebel Base anymore, I was yeah. maybe going to go into this. I was trying to go, going to go into The Last Jedi yeah. without seeing any trailers. Really? Yeah. I think that's a fool's errand in this industry, um, to be honest. But I, there was no way I could
2: Although do Although Al manages it, though, doesn't he? Al, Al, yeah, Al, yeah, Al yeah, manages yeah. it with The Force Awakens and with Rogue One as well. But yeah. I don't think
0: I could. I think it's just... So I saw a lot of people say like, oh, there's loads of spoilers in The Last Jedi trailer. And like, to be fair... Mm. It, you don't know because you hadn't seen the film Like, remember the yeah. Rogue One trailers like yeah. there's so much in that also, that just doesn't end up in there
1: like I, yeah I saw similar things of I think what some people were referring to was the point where Kylo and Rey are standing opposite each other and that kind of something's burning in the background yeah. Yeah. and like she's like oh I need someone to show me the way or something yeah. like that and he holds out his hand and everyone's like that's such a spoiler that she's going to join the dark side and he's like yeah. well you absolutely do not know that That could be a vision Yeah. like that could be 100% anything. almost
2: definitely they're two different scenes. they are not in the same place, Absolutely. Absolutely. you can tell completely that yeah, yeah, yeah. like she's got a real echo on her voice. And you can tell that she's in that yeah. cave. Which yeah. she's and you, can, you can
0: tell they've taken scenes that look similar, yeah, but in terms of lighting, but the lighting is still really different. Even yeah. though they've kind of got that like golden fire sort of thing on
2: they, it, they could have done that in post anyway to make it yeah. look to trick you. But they're yeah, yeah, almost yeah. definitely
0: not the same scene. What do you guys
1: think of the theory that uh Ray and Kylo are going to end up joining forces and
0: see? Uh, so my theory is that this is what I think is gonna happen is, we didn't put this in the thing because it's based on nothing, I just like it. Um, So I think there's gonna be, I don't think there's gonna be a light and a dark side anymore. They're gonna join and basically unify the force of course but they are going to they're going to unify the force and it's going to be like a new thing that's why we've got the last jedi yeah. like yeah. i think it's going to be a new thing where it's just like do you know what you've got some bad in you and that's cool i have bad thoughts too but just because you have bad thoughts doesn't mean you're a terrible that person you you have to go off and be a sith lord like you can use that so i mm. feel like the force as we know it is going to end and yeah. we're going to have something completely different because
1: we've definitely seen the jedi order has had its yeah. flaws over previous movies like it's very dogmatic yeah. and yeah. that's how you know, it kind of feels like Kylo perhaps is someone who's fallen foul of that, that yeah. like raised in that order, and clearly has gone off into because he just can't find his own way within it. It's too like think, pressured and structured.
0: Yeah, I think the only thing about that is we don't have another baddie, really? I mean, we have Snoke, but what yeah. is that? Yeah, we do don't know I mean? Like, him, really. we, General Hux is nothing. Like, that that's not a baddie. Like, if they join forces, who are they going up against? But are they joining forces in this film, or is it going to be in the next film? Like,
2: that might yeah, be the ultimate know. conclusion. How
1: many films yeah. are they making?
2: So it's definitely, this business? is definitely a trilogy, but yeah. okay. they'll inevitably go on. Forever, go on. Yeah. No, well, no.
0: there was a thing before, uh, a couple of years back, where it was like, when the people who are alive now... Mm. Aren't gonna live to see the end of Star Wars. What? Which,
2: Don't say that which to is me, awesome.
0: guys. I constantly,
2: <laughs> like, when The Force <laughs> Awakens was coming out, I was actually thinking in my head, if I can just make it to see The Force Awakens, I think I'll be happy with death. That's fine. I could die tomorrow. <laughs> <What? Yeah. laughs> I'm gonna die. Yeah.
0: Like, I'm always worried I'm gonna die. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, no, I, I thought, like, I have to admit, before I started looking through the trailer, it didn't properly blow me away. Mm. Um, Ah, oh, see, I I got goosebumps oh, no. immediately I when I was it. watching. There's
1: there's a there's a bit where Rey is like swinging her Jedi saber, and they mm. time it so nicely with the music, and oh, it gave yeah. me shivers. It did.
2: Yeah, um, I just think getting to hear Luke like speak, yeah. like actually seeing him speak and stuff like that, that just brought back like yeah. great feelings for me yeah. as well. And I'm I'm super excited because he was always my favorite character. Most people a Han Solo. Kids really, yeah. and I was always a Luke Skywalker oh, really? boy. Yeah,
1: Luke. Luke looks like he's seen some shit. Like he's <laughs> he's been on like a thirty-year bender. He's very well. We
0: see him in the trailer going through some shit as well, <laughs> yes. out rubble. I really, I'm looking forward to seeing what we get what we've got wrong from the trailer stuff that we've done.
2: Absolutely, like, it'll be really good be to really go good. back and watch the rewind theater again after um, we've seen the film.
0: Yeah, I'm excited. Last week we went to see Blade Runner together. We all took a half day. Oh, that was a good Friday that was. Yeah, it took was. a half day and then got wrecked <laughs> watching Salty Bed. Um, so we went to see Blade Runner, which I was really excited for. I was, I thought I was going to be blown away by it because I I have been by a lot of Denny Villeneuve's uh, films like yeah. Arrival. I just sat and just watched the screen at the end of it. Mm. Like Prisoners stayed with me for ages. Right, um, but this yes, I don't know. I thought it was amazing. But it didn't blow me away like I, I, feel I thought it was like I'm
2: to definitely on the same wavelength of yeah. you. I
0: like I say, like, Cardi's a huge fan and everyone yeah.
2: else and the internet is a huge fan. Mm. And I just, I feel like maybe I'm missing something. I really liked it, but it didn't stick with me, like, in this impactful it, it way that it has.
0: It definitely stuck with me. And I've thought about it loads. But at the same time, I don't know, it just felt like there was something maybe missing a little tiny bit. About I, don't, it. I felt like it was really slow. And I
2: get there with the intent of yeah. that, that delivery being slow, but for parts for me I there was a few moments where I legitimately felt like this could be moving along a little bit quicker yeah and I don't
1: think you're necessarily missing something because it didn't in its first opening weekend it only made like 13 million or something no but all, all the die-had funds you know, have seen
2: it like Uh, absolutely you know
1: just saying that I think that that a lot of this movie hasn't performed in the way that a lot of people thought that it would and I I think perhaps for the reason that it's two hours 45 minutes long and a lot of people look at that on the running order and say I do not want to spend that much time sat in a cinema I think a lot of it's marketing
2: I was talking to my girlfriend about it she has no idea what Blade Runner was Mm. and she said will I like Blade Runner and I said no and I told her what it was And she said, from that title, I did not expect that film. And I think the marketing, like, look at that poster. What is that film about? It doesn't really tell you anything. It's a very
1: pretty poster. Yeah,
2: but it's it's, it's, it's to pull in the fans, but... Like the original Blade Runner wasn't a great That's hard, success, man, yeah. yeah.
0: But also the original Blade Runner, I remember like when I was a kid, obviously like massively into Star Wars. I was like, oh, this is going to be wicked. I'm going to watch. Yeah. I'm going to like watch Blade Runner, and then being so confused by it because it's a fucking confusing. Yeah, well, it absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. It
1: absolutely doesn't make sense. The when they first <laughs> when they first introduce the uh, the replicants, the way that yeah. in the first movie, the way that they introduce it is by having this kind of exposition. Um, you know Cardi's
0: listening to this right now yeah, I it's know go going crazy Losing
1: time. I like, <laughs> it, don't get me wrong I enjoyed the first movie I really did yeah. but it doesn't make sense because when they introduce those first replicants it's on a screen and he goes right these are the people who've escaped from mars and he shows the actors faces on this fuzzy screen with like their hair all slicked back so they all look kind of identical so there's actually no way of telling when the characters pop up later in the movie and they've got their hair done and their makeup and like they do not look like the people that were on the screen when it first said these are the replicants you need to watch out for Uh. so like you have no idea when they first show up you're like is that a human or a person isn't that the point Like,
0: I can't remember that bit.
2: Is it, I don't know. But the point is that Deckard's going around doing tests on rep- potential replicants.
1: Yeah, yeah, totally. The point of the movie is to blur that line between what is human oh, and yeah, what is yeah. robot. But actually, that, that's not kind of the point of these replicants. Mm. In that, the whole point of having that expedition in the first place is to say, keep an eye out for these guys. These are the baddies. Yeah. And then later on, you're meant that's, to question. I, I suppose with the two main version.
2: ones, yeah, you kind of. Like there's never any doubt.
1: If they if they if they wanted you to go through and not be sure from the very beginning whether these replicants were human or not, then they shouldn't have had that exposition scene at the very beginning with the kind of shaky footage. Yeah, it's they been a while just... since I've seen it. I can't yeah, yeah. remember
0: that. It's good, Cardian. Yeah, <laughs> Cardi will answer um, these questions for us. But to be fair, like it looked fucking incredible. The soundtrack's amazing.
2: The sound is um, fucking incredible. Like uh, like proper like adrenaline bumping stuff and just. The peaks and troughs in that audio as well are incredible. Yeah. Like that one scene, I was not to spoil it, but there's a certain scene when it's it's, it's like a fight scene in a club. Mm. Oh, that's the, brilliant. It yeah. Just absolutely. The score of that scene is incredible. Yeah.
1: Is that the same one where the, the infamous picture of Harrison Ford yeah. decking Ryan Reynolds mm-hmm. comes from for real?
0: It does a really good job as well of, in a way that I think a lot of Ridley Scott's, like uh, definitely Alien Covenant doesn't do a good job of, is... Because, obviously, alien, like, alien, like you've got Alien and you've got, like, Aliens. You've got that timeline. But then those were made ages ago. So yeah. when these new films have been made, they introduce all this, like, mad new technology, which right, didn't yeah. exist then. But I think Blade Runner... Like 2049 does a really good job of keep making it still feel like the Blade yeah. Runner universe, even yeah. though it's years later. Yeah, um, definitely. Yeah, like, and, and they do advance the technology a little bit. Like, you've got some cool things they advance, like the cool, like, eyeball thing and mm. things like that. But they it, it all feels like it actually fits, and I think that's a lot to do with it. Well
2: even, even the core concept of AI is like advanced and like how they use it, and they do yeah. it. And even, like, in the original, like. Uh, a replic- replicants were like illegal yeah. as well and then now they've become more of a mainstream thing as well yeah. like they've actually worked out. I
1: think it would be really interesting to take the original Blade Runner and this new one and put them side by side because if you look at them in Make terms Make them fight. Of, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> see, which comes out on top. But when you... Think,
2: in the rank When you think about it, Blade <laughs> Runner,
1: the first one, it came out at the very beginning of Ridley Scott's career. So at that point, Ridley Scott had mostly, you know, he'd done a lot of fashion adverts and that was his background. He was very into aesthetics and if you watch interviews with him he talks a lot about um the making of the first blade runner and paying really really careful attention to Mm. the hair and makeup of his characters and like the sets that's why it's such a visual fest Mm. but then when you kind of then go into this new one this is decades later he's produced some films that like you know he's so now interested in story we've seen that in prometheus and kind of the mass exposition he's done with the alien movies so i think it would just be really interesting to see whether the lessons that he's learned through all these other you know focusing more on characterization and all this kind of stuff has made Blade Runner richer I think
0: to be fair even though Ridley Scott is still on as executive yeah. producer on, I don't think he had much to do with this film
1: really that's why, uh, it, that's why it
0: makes sense and it's good yeah
2: <laughs> <laughs> I mean and, and if anything it shows you when Ridley Scott focuses more on story it's usually to the film's
0: detriment detriment for yeah. well. wow. me. I think Ridley Scott thinks he directed yeah. this but it was like you know when you're a kid and you've got like your cousins around and you tell them that they're playing on the Playstation but the controller's <laughs> not plugged in I reckon, like, <laughs> when he's like oh Ridley's yeah. coming to set today and be like yeah Ridley what do, you th- what do you think about this he's like well I think it should move like that yeah yeah well totally do that anyway. You pop off, we'll get, we'll get that filmed exactly as you just said, and then we'll send the rushes over to you. But really, Scott is so mental that when he sent the rushes, like, did I say this? Probably, I don't know, yeah. it's fine. Um, when I interviewed I him, we ended up talking about fucking horses for so long, and like. <laughs> I was in. I was into it, but Why? at the same time, I only had thirty minutes with him. What were those shark things he told you about? Oh honestly, like was some this of, for Blade Runner was Blade <laughs> no, no. For it's, it's for Alien Covenant. Okay. Um, so I ended up like thirty minutes with him, and we, we've done like an Alien Covenant special. Which you can hear most of it on there, but some like he was talking about horses for so long, <laughs> um, and I, it was really interesting. I was like, I'm into this, but it's at the same time, a horse it's just in covenant. like uh, no. But he was talking about basically. Uh, yeah, was it like you, the
2: creature design? Was it? Yeah, and if that?
0: you if you breathe on a, uh, on a horse's nostril. Oh,
1: I remember this. Yeah, I if you do breathe, yeah, you you breathe on a team. horse's nostril,
0: yeah. then it'll follow you for life, basically. So You put uh, that's David breathing in on a uh, on the xenomorph thing, yeah. um, <laughs> and apparently that's why he did that. But yeah,
2: um, the neomorph. There we go. Neomorph. I was just trying was to think yeah, of yeah, it.
0: Yeah. Um, but yeah. Horses, really Scott. Just imagine Blade breathing. <laughs>
1: that poor actor on the day if Fastbender hadn't had a tic tac.
0: Yeah. To do that <laughs> over and over again. Well, t- I was going to say about Fast and the Fartin Then, oh, speaking <laughs> of uh, Fast and the Fartin do not go to see the Snowman. Had no intention of going to see it, yeah, but no, definitely not that's... now. Um, I because I was so excited for this really? film. Man, yeah, I thought the trailers looked really bad. I didn't watch. Tra- I didn't watch the trailers. Oh, right. okay. uh, I watched the. F- I started watching the first trailer, and I felt like it was giving away too much. Yeah, um, definitely does. But I think that um, Thomas Alfredson guy, like his mm. films, have just been well. The two films that I love of his. Um, uh, Let the Right One In and yeah. Tinker Taylor Soldier Spy. I think t- Tinker Taylor Soldier Spy is one of the best films that's come out in the last 10 years. Right. It's fucking incredible that film is. So I was really excited for him to do this. It's a Joe Nesbo book um, about Harry Hall something. It's okay. the famous detective series that Joe Nesbo does. And f- I think it's like the first film adaptation of that. Mm-hmm. Um, I was really excited for this and it's an absolute stinker. Yeah. Like... <laughs> Krupa and I were looking at each other. At one point, Krupa said, we're watching this and we could be watching Zodiac. <laughs> he did that picture thing. Were like, I'm going to pretend I'm watching Zodiac. <laughs> yeah, there's nothing he uh, can do to change that. Yeah, we had a really sad night on Monday because we came out of that and then went straight in to watch the Wales against the Republic of Ireland. Oh, and no. Watched us lose and then... Gavin. Got, ha- <laughs> got hammered on a Monday night then, which was really good. Uh, I think, like... Yeah, Cooper Kru- is, is, is a gent. But yeah, I think like, uh, as I, as as was like, got to last orders and I was just about to get another beer and uh, tell him about how sad I was still uh, about the 1958 World Cup. And uh, he was just like, nah, I'll probably pop off now, I think. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'm going to tell him how just, sad like, you were. I'm going to tell him about how, uh, if we had John Doesn't Charles. It sound like the best night. If we'd had John Charles, everything would have been different. Um, but <laughs> yeah, shut yeah. don't, don't, uh, don't go, Wales. Say, don't go see. Don't go see. So always support Wales, but I mean, they will. They will break your heart. Is what <laughs> happens? Um, well, I wish I didn't remember about that. Alicia, Assassin's Creed Origins. Ooh, you gotta bring Assassin's it back Creed up. Origins. Yeah.
1: So we've been playing Assassin's Creed Origins in the office. We've done a couple of let's plays on it. Um, I don't think we've talked about it on the podcast before. Um,
0: no. Have we? Don't I don't think know. so. Uh, I talked about it a little bit at EGX, but okay, it's fine.
1: Cool. So, like, well, the basic premise is it's set two over two thousand years ago, and it's the 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 beginning story of how that millennia-old rivalry between the Templars and the Brotherhood of Assassins took place. Mm-hmm. Kind of takes place in. The ancient Egypt where um, Cleopatra is trying to regain her throne, and you play this guy called Bayek. So mm-hmm. he's a Medjay. Do you remember? Do you, do you remember in um, the Mummy there was that guy who was like the and He was like, "Do not resurrect the mummy," and he was like really handsome. and He had like facial tattoos. Oh
2: whatever. god, yeah. So I'm that's a maybe- the
1: Medjay. They're okay. kind of like ancient Egyptian sheriffs, and you right. you play as like one of them. And uh, yeah, that's that's kind of like the outline of the plots. But the actual game itself is kind of, it's a weird one, because I definitely feel like I'm a little bit sick of Assassin's Creed games. And mm. I know we've had a massive break yeah. since the last one. Yeah. Um, it's been 10 years since the first one Jesus. was released. And this is the 10th game. So we've, even though we've had that little break, I still just feel a little bit...
2: What tenth pieces. mainstream game is that? Tenth,
1: sorry, tenth instalment in the main series. This doesn't that doesn't include all the mobile games oh, like the and PSP stuff, games. Also, the PSP. And so if you include them, it's into like the twenties. Jesus. But um, but this one actually does kind of make some changes to the formula. They're not they're not huge, mm. but actually their impact on the story does make it play like quite a different game. Okay, it focuses more on action RPG elements. So. I'd say, whereas previous Assassin's Creed games were more like action-adventure, this is an action-RPG, right. so when you go up against enemies, now they have level indicators above their heads, mm. so if you go into a fight and you're going up against someone who's like a level 8 and you're a level 5, if you try and stealth assassin him straight out, it's no longer an insta-kill, like oh, you, like you will not oh. clear off his uh, his house, so suddenly you're yeah. like, crap, and you have to run and dive into a hay bale. Yeah. Um, or like now your enemies drop loot. So in previous games, if you killed an enemy, you might be able to go up and like pick up their sword and wield it for a little while if you if you wanted to, but then you'd yeah. always drop it. Whereas now if you pick up loot, it goes into your inventory. And like the Destiny color-coded system, you get legendary, exotic, common, okay.
2: right. and
1: you can craft and like you, everything feeds into your level. So there's a lot more grinding in this game. If you're into games like Destiny and you love that sense of progression and kind of moving upwards, then, yeah, it it pretty much riffs off of that formula that that we're seeing in a lot of AAA games at the moment. Um, And it it does change it. It doesn't feel like that kind of old Assassin's Creed where a lot of the game is just running around a city and kind of going from waypoint to waypoint. Mm. Now you're actually going to have to spend a lot of time really exploring that world and, like, um, this... Huge expanse of ancient oh Egypt. My God.
2: You've just done a great job of making me not want to play this game. Yeah, exactly. If, it's, if, if that's it. not I've,
1: into your thing, then yeah. Yeah, you'll hate yeah. it. I
2: just, I, I always, in, the thing I More enjoyed about yet. Assassin's Creed. <laughs> yeah, well, maybe. Uh, the thing I enjoyed about Assassin's Creed was being an assassin and being <laughs> like coming in. I don't want to level us an assassin up. Yeah. I just want to come in as a you deadly can make assassin.
0: Him a you can make him a big yeah, badass. but I have to assassin. level
2: him up to do that. I want and, to be that yeah. straight away. And you know what? You're yeah. probably
1: not going to enjoy the combat as well because I did
2: see. I've seen some of combat, and it's not all the bad stuff over the head it's like yeah. I like that in other games but just this game it just doesn't feel I like guess that it's well. something to get used
0: to isn't it like I have yeah. to admit like I, I've never been like a massive fan of the Assassin's series but I'm mm. bang into this like yeah. I, saw, oh, really? okay. I saw him going after a hippopotamus and I was like yep yeah <laughs>
1: The animals in it are great. It. Yeah. Mate, you can ride a camel instead of a horse.
0: Yeah, get on that. Well on that. I love the eagle thing because that is mental. Yeah. That so there, is, that's um, weird isn't so it? So rather
1: than it being eagle vision like the previous games, you now have this eagle. A fucking real eagle. An actual who, eagle. Who yeah, this
0: actual vision. <laughs> you
1: just direct overhead. I'm into great.
0: it. It's coming. Unfortunately, it's coming out of the mad week, isn't it? Like yeah. Where fucking Wolfenstein, Mario, Stranger Things. And then we got yeah. South Park the week before
1: as yeah. well oh, no
0: that's alright but do you, know what right? <laughs> do you know what I'm most
1: excited for for Assassin's Creed at Origins It's actually the new version they've got coming out in January like the history one where you can you play, just walk around right yeah. you just yeah. walk around ancient Egypt because that Bang attention that. to detail is amazing yeah. so do you remember the very first trailer that came out at E3 and there's a there's a bit of gameplay where it shows Bayek bursting into this Bayek uh, Bayek. 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 I be
2: laughing
0: when I hear that
1: it's a really it's a really weird name <laughs> but he, he bursts into this temple and he has like his arrow out and he goes one two three with these arrows and oh like uh, yeah four, that was wicked which is amazing and actually uh, if you slow it down and have a look at the animation on that what he's using is this really ancient technique that's no like no one really knows how to do it anymore but it yeah. was uh, the game creators went and looked at wall paintings on temples in ancient Egypt yeah. and saw pictures of people dangling like three arrows from their draw hand yeah. so rather than storing the arrow that you're going to find next in your quiver and like Legolas kind of coming up and pulling it into your bow and going yeah. if you fire and you've already got three arrows in your hand you just kind of flick up your pinky and then you can like almost like an auto rifle oh my God. just go one flick one flick one flick and like he uses that in the game and that's such a really cool bit of historical nerdy trivia yeah. that you'd never know but they've put such attention to detail into that how come no one can do
2: it now Surely there's some master... Probably working on it right now. Bozeman. Yeah. What's the word? Oh, but, right. Yeah, somebody who would be able to do that. Now, if they I know could, the technique... Yeah.
0: I could definitely do that. Yeah? Yeah. I'm wicked with the bow. I've always heard that about you. Good with the bow. Um, I think I might check that out. Um, so, other things that we've got. Um, we thought what we'd do today is do a big rundown. Because we've been working our little socks off recently. Yeah. And we've had some sh- awesome shit go up on the website. Including... Something we've wanted to do for ages, a mm-hmm. uh, Friday the 13th Let's Play. Yeah. We, so. Like, I'm such a fan of this game, man. It is, is non ironically, my
2: favorite game of the year, I think. Like, and I'm not taking the mick when I say that. It's, it
0: is good.
2: It's, Zelda did come out. Well, I'm playing Zelda right now and I still think it... Power's um, is, is going to go mental?
0: The reason like, I think that... When I was on the tube the other day and you were talking about Zelda, I was like, Power's is going to chin him.
2: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Zelda, Zelda's good. I enjoy it, but I hate... I, I'm not a fan of right. the world in the whimsy sense. Not necessarily But you are built. a fan
0: of Camp Crystal Lake.
2: I am a massive fan of that. And the, I think the reason laugh, is, man. it's like, yeah, obviously it's a buggy mess. Yeah. It's clunky as hell. It's, it's meant like, to be, yeah. Yeah, but I love that aspect of it. And I've not had... Any other game this year that's brought me the moments of joy that that game has brought me? Yeah, yeah, like just sheer fun. Like we had that one night when we all stayed late in the office and oh, played it. I don't it. think I've laughed so much in all my life just watching that game. Like yeah. people do crazy things on that game.
0: I think that's um, a really good thing. Like you should watch that now. So that's live on. Yeah. So
2: it's uh, Jason plays Friday the Thirteenth when we yeah. got J- someone dressed up as Jason. Or oh, sorry, we got Jason yeah. in the studio and he uh, tried to kill us all, and yeah. we had a great time doing so.
0: It's wicked. I think like that kind of thing though of like it being a buggy mess and like mad things. Happening and things. Yeah. Krupa and I last week on another video that we did uh, went to see the Hunt Showdown, right. which is a game that the people who made Crisis, like Crytek, yeah. are uh, making now. And it's we played a couple of rounds in it, and I was like, "This is fucking amazing." So basically, what it is a first person shooter um, online mm. and it, ten players. Uh, and you play in groups you can play in groups of two or by yourself. So we right, only played okay. in groups of two. And essentially, what happens is you all spawn in groups of two at different points in this one uh, kilometer by one kilometer map. Yeah, on this map is like there's zombies shit and stuff like that. So the idea is like hell is ri- is rising. Um, and there's a boss on this map. So like we uh, pl- we played against this giant spider and a giant pig man thing. How so giant they- are we talking? Giant spider, yeah? yeah? I reckon. Big as a house? No, 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 no. Like The, the size of no, like the size of five humans, say. Okay, like right. across. Lying a across. Shed. It's pretty big. It's bigger than you. <laughs> um, and uh, basically so there's a boss on this map somewhere. So you have to locate this boss yeah. um by using like you've got this like weird power that lets you see like clues and by finding clues it narrows down where the spider where the boss is on the map. Okay. So you're doing that. Plus, then there's these other players who are coming to try and get you, um, and they're also trying to get the boss at the same time. Because if you kill the boss, you get this amazing loot, and right. then you then you need to get out. So kind of like Division, you do these like little missions, or which is kill the boss. Yeah. Then you have to protect your loot while the spider is sort of being banished to hell. Right. Uh, but then when it's being when you've killed it and it's being banished to hell, all the other players get a notification about where this spider is. Oh. So man, then they're all stuff, flocking to yeah. you. It's amazing. What's to
2: stop you, your team, and another team teaming up to take this spider down and then fight to the death afterwards so you get the. There's fleet?
0: only two bits of loot with this. You could do that, but yeah. the that what's better is so there was a, a thing that we did, and there was. I to be. There's two bosses on this map, mm-hmm. and it was. So it was me and this other guy from Crytek, and um, Krupa and a guy from Crytek on different teams. We, and they were against another team, we'd kill them, <laughs> so they were done. Yeah. Um, so it was just two of us going after the boss. And. You, don't get to see, you can see where the uh, where the exit is. The boss that we killed was right by our exit. And then we got a notification that Krupa um, and this other guy had killed the other boss. And that was right by their exit as well. Oh but they were maybe like four minutes behind us. So what we managed to do was, rather than just exit with our loot, which you could do, um, but you can also split off as well. Like if one of you wants to go and take the loot and doesn't want to take the chance of losing it, fine. That's cool. But what we decided to do was go up then and hang out at their exit... So then, as soon as they they were bringing the loot, we were there waiting for you them. Son of
2: a bitch! <laughs> and it was so
0: it was so it's so tense, man. Like, but the game is brilliant, yeah. and there was this awesome tense moment where I was like tracking through because um, it's set in like the turn of the century, sort of uh, swamp like, Louisiana swamp style. Right. So Everything is like dirty. Like they kept saying um, it's all about like the blood, the guts, and the mud. Um, nice. And it's like. I was tracking this I was just tracking through these trees saw a zombie like one of the zombie enemies and I just saw his head just go poof. So I was like, Oh shit, Someone they're else. here. Oh my god. Um, so I managed to like tell the guy I was like, they're here and they, and the same with Friday thirteen, it's got like proximity chat as yeah. well. So if you're too close they can hear. And the sound stuff, there's loads of sound traps everywhere. Like there's like birds, dogs, like if you fire a rifle, it the sound can carry across the map and stuff so right. people can hear where it's going towards. Amazing. Um so we then we managed to I was like, They're here, they're here, they're here. This guy gets shot by the two of them. Um, but I managed to chuck something to distract them over there, so they thought I was of a different part of the map. Run round, healed him. Then we both went down round and fucked them up and took their loot. <laughs> it was um, it was so tense, like right at the end, like it in, the, in awesome. a similar way to Friday the Thirteenth. Yeah, um, but I think like that is going into early access, and that is going to be like it's going to be all over Twitch and stuff like that. It's just called the hunt. It's called Hunt Showdown. Hunt Showdown. Yeah. Bandit. sounds really fun yeah. It's Ter- a terrible Bandit. name isn't it um,
2: but that's, that sounds amazing yeah, uh, so does it come
0: into like all consoles nah so at the moment I think it's just PC oh. uh, but if you're a PC gamer like you should check it out but I mean it probably hopefully would you would think be. so in the same be? way like you know unknown, like yeah. Battlegrounds is coming like yeah, if you, you if you go on um the site or you Igen's YouTube you can check out 12 minutes Sweet. of uh, of gameplay of that which is awesome. Yeah. Um you mentioned WWE, but um, one of our WWE videos from SummerSlam doing the rounds yeah so we spoke to a bunch of WWE superstars and asked on what their
2: rating is going to be in the game so yeah. every all the characters in the game are rated by like how well they perform yeah. on the show in general like how are well they are scripted to to yeah. perform yeah. and so they're rated on that scale but every year there seems to be a, like Rusev is a, a wrestler who last year kicked off when he saw his rating he was really angry about what he thought he was too low and yeah. he, everyone thinks they're too low yeah. it should be high so we did a thing where we interviewed him and it just turned out really really fun yeah we
0: got them to predict their ratings and and, uh, like, it is really, really funny. Yeah. Um, you
2: should check out. If you're into WWE and WWE 2 k definitely check that out. It's called WWE Ratings.
0: Yeah, that's good. And uh, finally, we've got a bunch of awesome prepared to Try stuff dropping. Mm. Um, so we've got the finale of our Bloodborne playthrough. done. Finally. Very sad. Very sad. Um, that's going up on Saturday morning. Uh, but we've also, we're going to try something a little bit different and try a couple of, like, one-offs. Yeah. We're going to have a go... If you don't know what prepared to try is, it's me, Krupa, and Rory um, playing silly games. Uh, but we usually do a big series, and I th- we're obviously going to go back to that at some point. Yeah. But- just for now to give us a little bit of a break, so we don't go mental. I mean, your
2: Resident Evil one was the, my favourite
0: yeah. stuff you've done. That's a little mini series with yeah. We know, th-
1: but you love Resident Evil as a series. Well, and
2: it's mainly because I'm not a big Dark Souls guy yeah, anyway. So, yeah. so when it was an actual game, I was intri- interested. Yeah, in it, and I love to watch yeah. it.
0: As I'm really excited for it. Well, we also have gone up today. So by the time you hear this, it should be up. Um, I've just cut it out, and that's us playing the first sort of two hours of Evil Within. But awesome. I cut it down like thirty minutes um, on nightmare <laughs> mode. Uh, oh, amazing, and, and that is very funny.
2: Oh god, I haven't even seen any of this yet. So I'm yeah, looking
0: forward yeah. to checking out. Nah, that's good. So did you
1: find it scary? Nah, nah.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I I, f- I found it interesting. Like I just I just found out the campaign is apparently 20 hours. What? I'm not fucking paying 20 hours of that campaign, man. Yeah. The story is bobbins. I, I mean
1: the story the story in the first game is yeah. just ridiculous. I just didn't in. Yeah, an yeah <laughs> what's your 5 minutes thing? Yeah. Which was Nuts. to try and like unravel that was just yeah. mad because yeah. you don't find out like who the villain is or like why you're there until like three quarters of the way through the game right. and yeah I don't know I think the the story of the evil within two, I think they've kind of seemed to have addressed that criticism and there is more of a straight I don't your know daughter's, your daughter's in the thing you need to go and find your daughter There's like there's, at least there's like a set
2: yeah. goal yeah we got 20 hours, of, got 20 uh, hours crazy shit in between out. Out. Now. Uh, we um, gave it uh, an 8, eight, inside, I think. Yeah, 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 eight which so. is pretty high yeah, yeah so I'm interested in checking it out
0: Yeah, one thing that you should definitely be. I I thought of a better segue just then, and then it's gone from my head. Um, It's keyword countdown. Keyword countdown is IMDB categorized their films via a bunch of crazy keywords. What I've done, or more importantly, what Alex has done, not Alex uh, Simmons, (laughs) Uh, I couldn't find your surname, man. So Alex wrote into me saying, Hey guys, big fan of Kiwi Countdown and the podcast in general. Been meaning to have a go myself for ages and finally got around to it. Hope it's okay, Alex. Alex, it's not only okay, it was a godsend because we have to go I've been I came in at like seven this morning to finish editing this Evil Within thing. Yeah. So I can go to this other event this afternoon and play some other stuff and talk to some people. Plus we had to do this. There's a lot going on, guys. Yeah. There's a lot going on. <laughs> yeah. So we've got five films, a link between all of them, and Alicia. Dale actually saw what the last one was because we sit sitting on top of the printer. It wasn't what? cheating. It wasn't cheating. I, wasn't. It was, I was, was printing out feedback, feedback
2: and I went out there and I caught one glimpse and then pulled my eye away but mm. I'm being completely
0: nice. I saw what one was. Right. So you get to do that one by yourself.
1: By my... Oh, yeah, pressure. That is,
0: that is pressure but that's fine. You can do that last.
1: Okay. <clears Feel throat> All right.
0: Fail number one. Okay. All right. Betrayal. <gasps> uh, uh, Kill Bill.
1: Oh, oh, so did you go, oh, Star Wars Shot
0: in the head It's not Star Wars Put an end to that Shot in the head Aliens Diamond
1: Blood Diamond
0: Mentor Diamond Diamond
1: Shot in the
0: head Betrayal Restaurant Oh um Pulp Fiction. Fiction Oh my god That was weird That was weird yeah. <laughs> Character name in title Oh, diamond, diamond, dust. Yacht.
1: Oh, oh. Staskin it. <laughs> no, 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 no. Oh, God, um, no. Um, um, okay, no, carry on. Organized crime. Uh, oh, uh,
0: no. Snatch. Undercover agent. Uh, God damn. What? Based on a true story.
1: Is it the one with Leonardo DiCaprio? It- Oh.
0: So those keywords again Betrayal oh my God. Shot in the head Diamond Mentor Restaurant Character name in title That's a biggie Yacht Organized crime Undercover agent Based on true story I know this is going to be Donnie Brasco oh, I don't... Uh, Do you know what? Never, I don't seen, it. <gasps> so, yeah. never seen it Donnie Brasco's a fucking banger I have been banger. told lots of times to watch it Absolute banger Here we go
1: Okay
0: Father-son relationship
1: uh, Lion King
0: Doctor <laughs> Um, Ooh, uh, animated title sequence. Casino Royale. Uh, suitcase of money. Snatch. Lockstock. Forgery.
1: Oh, um, catch me if you can. Yes! Oh, yeah.
0: nice. Well done. Six points for Alicia. Yes. Banger. Uh, the other ones Cat and Mouse. Sex with flight stewardess. On the run. Pilot. Fake identity. So that's one film, six points to Alicia.
1: Yes. Here we
0: go. Voice over narration.
1: Um, Shutter
0: Island. Oh, this is a hard one. (laughs) Voice over narration. Shawshank. Wedding reception. (sighs) Gambling. Casino. Debt.
1: Does Ocean's Eleven have over narration?
0: Indecent exposure. Mm.
1: Um. Um.
0: Singapore. What? The Hangover Two. Theft. (laughs) Your belly. That's my stomach.
1: Yeah. (laughs)
2: I'm hungry. Prison. (laughs) We're never gonna get this one. No. (laughs) I can just see it. we're completely drawing blanks. Bank.
1: Bank. Um.
0: Dark Knight, Stock Market, Wolf of Wall Street. I've never it's, even heard of this film. Guess. Oh, okay. Rogue Trader. No, Without, No that. idea. I don't know. Yeah. It's a bust.
1: That's actually probably the first time that I've ever seen a film on Keyword Countdown that you didn't know either, Gav.
0: There's been one before, which was some mad film that someone wrote in, something I can't remember what it was called. Rogue Trader sounds like a TV show. With like it just sounds like a Yeah, shot. just like one of those fly like on midday the walls. One. Yeah. I'm confusing it with Rogue Trooper. Um, there we go. Film number four. Poverty.
1: Um, District Nine.
0: Friendship. <laughs>
1: Fox um, and the Hound.
0: Speech. Slumdog Millionaire. Um, desert.
2: Three Kings. Self Discovery. The Mummy. Road Trip. Oh, the Vegas. Um,
0: what's it called? Fear and Loathing in Las Vegas. Yes, that one. Communist. He's not a communist. Uh... Revolution.
2: Oh my God, I'm going to get none on this game. It's ridiculous.
0: Motorcycle.
1: You can really tell the sort of films this guy likes to watch.
0: Diary. (laughs) Poverty. Friendship. Speech. Desert. Self-discovery. Road trip. Communist. Revolution. Motorcycle. Diary.
1: Into the wild.
0: The motorcycle diaries. That's a banger. That is. Not seen it. Dale, you're not allowed to do this one. I know. Yeah, this is bullshit. Here we go. <laughs> I know what it is?
1: <laughs> oh man. Okay. Alright. Here we all go.
0: Right. Wait. I'm just going to be working on the, the link. Barechested chested male.
1: Oh, cool. Alexander Skarsgard. That's not a film. That's just a person. Sand. Um. I,
0: mm... Violence.
1: Oh, gladiator.
0: Slap in the back of someone's head.
1: <laughs> <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> Platoon. Okay, so a war film, Saving Private Ryan.
0: Military enlistment.
1: Um, Hacksaw Ridge.
0: Boot camp. Um. <laughs> it's not fair to look at you like that because I know the answer. Yeah, I know. <laughs> Cleaning a rifle.
1: It's no idea. Fire. Um, <laughs>
0: you said that really weird <laughs> <laughs> fire
1: okay military final
0: clue Gulf War
1: I do not watch war films so I have no idea it's
0: Jarhead
1: never seen it yeah, it's
0: fine so Alicia wins this week with six points and one oh correct guess yay Donny Brasco Catch Me If You Can Road Trader The Motorcy- Motorcycle Diaries and what's the other one Jarhead Jarhead yeah.
1: they're all set in hot con- all, like areas of America
0: all based on true stories all have vehicles uh, I'll, gi- I'll give you based on true stories they're all biographical films and they're all based on written autobiographies so I'll okay. give, you a, I'll give cool. you a point for one that one point nice. Yes. Oh, well done. nice one well
1: done, <laughs> well done
0: right let's have some feedback
2: yeah I've got the first one sweet uh, this is a Amusing Anecdote from Luke Pressling. Uh Following on from the Star Wars Tazos last week, I wanted to share my story about this so they were talking last week about Tazos, Star Wars, Fiend Tazos. Uh, Back in the day at school, Star Wars Tazo's fever had gripped my school. I bought so many bags of crisps to try and complete my folder. One day I needed one more Tazo to complete my set. It must have been a fairly rare one as my best friend also needed the same one. I don't remember which one it was though. Another friend who wasn't collecting managed to find this, probably in a bag of quavers. We both wanted it and followed some attempts bartering a friend. A fight ensued. Someone... Someone this turned into an actual fight, which ended up with me winning the prize, Tazo, And my folder was complete, but unsurprisingly, my friend didn't talk to me anymore because of the fight. We used to do everything together. Aww. So I completed my set, but paid the ultimate price with this weird situation. I still have the set somewhere. There tazzo's
0: are for gimps. That's <laughs> yeah. what i got to say on He that. lost
2: his friendship over a Tazzo. Mate, Tazzo's
0: were the, like... They were so shit. They were shit pogs. Yeah, you're just a shit pog <laughs> and you've lost a friend. That'll teach yeah. you, mate. Uh, here we go. This is from Alex Robson. Uh, it says, Hello, IGN UK podcast. I'm an avid listener on the show and always enjoy hearing your top likes and dislikes. I have a particular interest in horror movies and love a good scare. With Halloween just around the corner, and it changes font there, just around the corner, <laughs> it would be good to hear your top scariest horror films. Ooh. My top five horror films in no particular order are... 28 days later the start and end of this film gave me the shivers it follows <laughs> really good choice Blair Witch Project brilliant Event Horizon oh. American Werewolf in London he watched the one was 11 and had nightmares for years with a special mensch to Alien and The Shining keep up the mm-hmm. good work a fellow proud Welshman living in England Follow those are it? really
1: good choices I approve yeah.
0: I don't know man like I loved it, it. I loved
1: brilliant movie
0: how many times have you seen it
1: uh, twice
0: see oh. I watched it in the cinema loved it watched it again
1: <laughs> I really I've only seen I saw. I still yeah. really liked it a second time. That final shot when they're just walking down the street and you see someone walking behind them is the yeah. creepiest thing. The
0: music is really good in that mm. film as well. it is good. Um uh, American Wheel of London I've talked about on this podcast. I was like I was obsessed with that as really? a little kid. Yeah. Mm. I saw it I, I, for some reason, my parents let me rent it when I was a kid and I used to rent it every single Friday. My, my parents would take us to the video shop in Astramanach every every Friday night and we were allowed to rent one film each for the weekend and I would rent American Wheel from London every single weekend. It's so weird as a kid, isn't it?
2: You're just like, repetition is not a problem. No, yeah, yeah. You just keep doing the same thing over and over again.
0: To the point where the guy, like, like we go in and it'd be like a joke um, and then to the point where the guy, at what, some point, he gives it to me. <laughs> yeah, <he's just> like, <laughs> Yeah. Um,
1: it's like that scene in Beauty and the Beast where it's like to Belle with the book. Yeah. If you like it that much, it's yours. Yeah. But you're just a little bit Probably kid. just
0: worn out the tape like, by then. For I might as well just give this away. But I used, to, I used to like take it everywhere with me. Like I used to <laughs> take it in my, my rucksack and I took, it to, I took it to school all the time. And then I happened to have it in school on like, the last day or two. And they're we like, oh, we're going to watch a video. And I was like, i got a video. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and put that on and, and got in a lot of trouble.
1: Oh, no, really?
0: Because like, I think... Even though it's scary and stuff, there's sexy stuff in there as well. And I think that's worse when you're a little kid. Like, the sexy stuff for me was just over my head. I was the, just like, scared of this fucking werewolf on the go.
2: Didn't the teacher say, like, "Oh, what, what film is it? And then... Or People are just, stupid.
0: Just stick it on. Yeah, stuck it on. <laughs> um, but I, th- I think, like, that is a good film. But I the, think The Shining is... The Shining Halloween... Yeah. Um, well, two, are,
2: two of his lists would be mine which, which is ones? Blair Witch Project and Vent Horizon mm, yeah good, good one
1: good ends the, the movie that scared me the most as a kid to the point where I did not sleep the yeah. only time I've actually not been able to sleep the entirety until dawn comes up was House on Haunted Hill which right. like the newer one no it was the old one. It, was, it was the like, Vincent Price one it was the one where um, I just remember being so freaked out I mean I watched it when I was young like yeah. I had to be like 10 or 11 and the scene where he's wheeled into to the theater and like strapped down. There's these kind of ghostly doctors over him, and they like they tape his his mouth is like like wired shut, and like just the idea of someone messing with your face and you not being able to scream and oh, these yeah, and these yeah. doctors, and then there's this ghost who like as the camera pans, it's doing that thing you know when like heads are shaking really really fast and it's that. Blur, oh yeah, that is the so new So you one, can't yeah. see. It was just oh, it was that yeah. really freaked me out.
0: Yeah, that was that was crazy. It's got um, what's it called? The, the remake has got what King Speech dude. Um Jeffrey Rush. Yeah. Is it Jeffrey Rush? Mm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's got him in it. He's yeah. he plays the Vincent Price character. Okay,
1: yeah, yeah. It is a new
0: one. Yeah. It's good. Uh, What's your bit of feedback?
1: Uh, I have some feedback from John Paul McKenna, who says, sometimes you need a friend like Max Payne. Yeah. Hello, gang. Your talk of games that got you through rough times reminded me of the summer of 2012. At the time, I had recently returned from years of traveling and working abroad, and I was sharing a house with a couple who found out that they were going to have a baby. Naturally, they decided to move into a smaller place. So for the duration of that summer, I found myself living with my parents in rural Ireland. I said that really Irishly. (laughs) As the grim reality of being a single 29-year-old man with a dead-end job who lives with his parents who lived with his parents, settled in, I saw that Max Payne 3 had been released and decided to treat myself. I cannot fully explain how important it was for me to leave my shitty job and go to my childhood bedroom and to take control of an inept, fat, middle-aged alcoholic (laughs) mass murderer whose every action only makes things worse. To steal Joe's turn of phrase, it was the purest form of catharsis that I've ever experienced. I've replayed it since in happier times and while it's a bit of a mess, it still remains my favourite game. Thanks for the show. JP
2: I love Max Payne that's three. cool I never finished it I got half a shirt so it. good man I just something about it at the time just didn't do it for me I maybe you needed
1: it. to be living with your parents with a dead yeah. end job to fully appreciate it
0: can't go back never go back to that <laughs> I like as I recall Kruber reviewed that for IGN still a stick from Americans from the American teams who think that he scored it too high what did he give it I think it was up there like eights and nines or something like that right, lots okay. of, lot of people fucking hate that game incorrectly hate that game but, yeah, yeah. I didn't hate it I just, I, it just it, I lost interest in it you can always tell someone who's a fucking idiot when you speak <laughs> to them and they think L.A. is better than Max Payne 3 see I finished L.A. Noir. that game <laughs> that game's bollocks uh, I like, I'm looking I like, for be uh, playing on the Switch actually I
1: like what it did differently I like the <laughs> fact that it struck out and tried to do something different it might not have been totally successful in it but I appreciate it the kind of effort, good, good, good on you for, for trying. Yeah.
2: So, to um, clarify, we're fucking idiots. <laughs> basically, I
0: never,
2: I've never, played, I've never played Max. You don't prefer, I've never played Max. Well, Payne, I, know, so I, I finished yeah, yeah. LA
0: Noir and I never finished Max. But Payne. you can't prefer even what you've played, you can't prefer but, LA Noir. Uh, to that. That's not a fun game to play. But
2: man. LA Noir was different, wasn't it? It was something unique and yeah, interesting.
1: It was, the, and you never played a game like LA Noir before?
0: Yeah. Uh, that's such a shite thing. Like, <laughs> you know, like you, you have played games like that before. It's just they happened. They were trying to do something different with a facial recognition right. thing. Hmm. You try and watch that now, it doesn't work.
1: Oh, I'm sure. It yeah, do, It didn't yeah, it it work. work at the time. Yeah. It doesn't work.
0: But now. you
2: just said you'd want to play on Switch. I wouldn't want to play again. I feel like at the time I was happy with. it, but I wouldn't but want to play I'm it hoping now. they fixed it.
0: The bit, that I, the bit that I lost in Noir, and I was just like, I'm done with this game. Was. I just had a scene where I run up and I was able to hit someone uh with a club. Yeah. Fine. They let you take the club. The next um next scene, you're running, but they don't let you use your club because they don't they want you to tackle him oh, I hated rather those than moments, things. So because yeah. it relied the next cutscene relied on you having to tackle him to be able to do that. I was like, I'm done with this, mate. <laughs> absolutely done <with laughs> Of all the, the things, it's not that. But also as well, like people go on about like, oh yeah, the 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 interrogation scenes they were. It was a cool idea, which just terribly delivered,
2: awfully like delivered. you get when they were lying. Like obviously, yeah. it's an audio Seriously. podcast, but their that's the facial tricks I, I appreciate
0: ridiculous. what you're saying. Like, oh you know, yeah, they were trying to do something different. When you pay forty five quid for something that doesn't work, and you've got to do that for twenty hours, yeah.
1: I know what you mean. I, I, there was a really interesting episode of Game Maker's Toolkit recently mm. that talks about detective games and how hard they are actually to do. Because you watch a detective movie and you've got like everything set before you and you can watch the twists and turns of these detectives trying to unravel a mystery and you yeah. follow that thread. Yeah. Whereas when you're the one actually playing that, the game makers have somehow got to make you feel like you're working for the mystery, but also like give you clear markers yeah. of where things are going. Yeah. And I think out of a lot of the de- detective games that I've played, L.A. Noir would was really successful in showing the different stages of a detective mystery of finding things in an alleyway and picking them up and looking at them and turning the controller and like seeing things really close. The little and, music like,
0: cues, yeah, yeah, yeah something <laughs> like
1: that. And like, well, I was, it's such I was a
0: hand-holded way, about. though. Like,
1: exactly, like it's not.
0: You it's can't not fail in
2: *Ellen Noire*. Oh, that game was so hand-holdy. Like, You're absolutely yeah. right there, but. I don't know. I felt. I felt like it was. An I enjoyable feel like it captured the the,
1: the spirit of what it means to be a detective. I agree. handholdy That's mm. a massive. But like, yeah, more so than other games. Like
2: the, the one thing I hated about that game was the open world. It was, just like, it was so unnecessary. Yeah, just yeah. say it's not open yeah. world. Just, yeah, just, just, just. That's, that's exactly where to go. Like,
0: but that's what I'm saying. With like, you know, you can use your club in this point, but then you can you can't use your club yeah. in this point. You've got to use this, and it's like. That's, this is an open world game. don't say it's an open world oh it's world a game. dead open world if you drove around yeah. it, there's nothing yeah. going on yeah. In yeah. The, there's
1: no point in making an open world for the sake of making yeah. an open world so no, like, I if think you're going to do it make it live and breathe
0: they think they have to do it because they, they made GTA so it's just like yeah. Um, but oh. there we are there, there we will. go nice little tangent there yeah. if you want to get in touch with us you can IGN the score UK feedback at IGN.com thank you bye bye, bye.